All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What VR. We have, again, with us today, we have Sarah back with us from Kid Possible. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. We're uh, we're keeping up. We're busy. We got good weather, and it's weird. It's now three weeks ago. It was 10 degrees. Now it's 80 degrees. I can't you know keep up with what's going to happen, so... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's getting me excited about the summer because that means <laughs> that's what's coming next, which is great. I uh, I picked up kids from or dropped off and hung out at soccer practice at a park in one of the parks. Actually, already had a pool open and people in it. Wow! So I was yeah, kind of well shocked, packed, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So the good thing people are ready, it seems, and that's uh, I I was afraid that with all this COVID you know mess over the that it was going to be. <clears throat> Even once we got through, you know, the rocky parts or it's debatable, I guess, if we are or not, but <clears throat> was it going to be a mental, like a, another mental, like it was going to take a long time for people to really kind of get back. I think they're moving, at least here, South Louisiana, they're moving a lot faster. It seems like than everywhere else. I think everybody's ready to get their kids out of the house, get to summer. Let's move on. I guess, so. you know, it, it's kind of funny because like in my perspective is we ran all 10 weeks last summer with a full camp and weightless and we had no issues and a great summer. So to me, it's not even on my mind of what it's going to look like. I'm like, let's just start. It's, <laughs> it's funny you said we did, uh, we did a couple round tables and we talked with a bunch of people, you know, about camp, summer camp. And then so many people were asking and we still get, you know, parents and that's, you know, we've got the camp bear coming up this week, you know, or next week. And but people keep asking, like, is there going to be summer camp? And I'm like, last year, everybody had like 45, you know, days to figure it out. We've had a whole year of this. You know, we've had plenty of practice. We're in a better spot than we were last year. Of course, there's going to be camp, you know, this summer. So absolutely. <laughs> in that vein, you know, give us uh, for anybody who doesn't know from before, tell us a little about, you know, Kid possible and kind of what you're doing over there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I am founded Kid Possible six years ago, and this is really my passion. Um, growing up, I went to summer camps my entire childhood. Um, my parents worked full time. So, I mean, from the week after I got out of school until I went back, I got to experience all the summer camps I had to offer. <laughs> and the nice part about that is I really got to invest in and learn the things that I loved about camp that I looked forward to and woke up wanting to do. And then the things that maybe weren't so much of my interest or didn't really encourage me to want to attend. So <laughs> I also had the opportunity to direct and then also staff camps throughout my college years and a little bit after. And so I really got the experience from the back end too of what I wanted in a camp. And so I took all of the positive experiences that I had all of the memories that I made and created Kid Possible. And so I always like to just tell parents and share with families that every single aspect of the day, from the way that we welcome you in the morning, the uh, experiences your child's gonna have, um, the way that I communicate with parents, every single aspect of it means something to me and the staff. Um, and we just really invest everything we have into making sure that even if it looks different, you know, even if last summer looked different than the year before and this summer is going to look different than 
two years ago or last year, it is going to be an incredible summer filled with memories and a lot of learning experiences and new adventures for the kids. Um, so yeah, I mean, every week is kind of different. We do run for 10 weeks. We have two locations. Um, and so our one location is at Jefferson Methodist Church and our other location is at St. Luke's Episcopal School. Um, and our St. Luke's location will be running for nine weeks. Our Jefferson location will be running for 10 weeks. Um, but we are rocking and rolling with registration and ready to get started. Absolutely. You mentioned the, you know, things might look different in the drop-off. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were explaining how much things changed and how things are, you know, closer back to normal. But they were like, I don't think we're going to, we're going to keep the drop-off, you know, drop your kid, parents, you're not coming in. You know, <laughs> they were saying that that actually worked so much better and they wanted to keep some of the, you know, processes that they had to go through Absolutely. so that it was easier. <laughs> so. Absolutely. No, that is the truth. And, you know, I've thought a lot about different things that um, just, you know, it pushes you to be creative and try new things that maybe you wouldn't have just, well, what I always like to say is typically in a year, we like to try two to three new things. Last year, we tried about 40 different new things. <laughs> and so, you know, out of those 40, I would say 32 or so made the cut to come back. <laughs> um, right. There's some that we will be um, luckily leaving in the past. But um, but know that the remote check-in uh, is something we introduced to, and it's digital check-in, um, which includes a questionnaire, a, you know, medical questionnaire regarding the health of everyone in the family. Um, and that was honestly such a great thing because no matter what in the world, people are going to feel under the weather from time to time. And it just gave us an opportunity to really talk to the parents and understand where the kids were at when they came in the building, you know, um, which we would never have known two years ago, you know, unless a parent told us. So to me, that was just, it's such a nice thing to have now and to, uh, implement into the program. So yes, we will continue doing that. And yes, the remote check-in will continue to exist. <laughs> That's a lot of people have liked that. So tell me, so you guys have gone and taken the good from all the different areas of camp, you know, and made, you know, good, 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 good equals great, you know, great experiences. People are, like we said before, people are having summer camp. I've talked to people widely about it we've got camp fair actually happening next week with that you know being said are you seeing registration happening sooner you know or do you think parents are waiting or you know what does that look like because it seems like some people are going well i'm going to wait and see what happens i think we turned a little bit of a corner this week when we moved to phase three and it kind of maybe pushed people in a little bit or they see hey we are going in the right direction but I'm hearing from some people that's like, no, we're filling up fast. Like it's yeah, get in, you know, while you can. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I'm going to go out and say that, yeah, I think we're definitely seeing a very drastic increase. I mean, so, you know, typically I start registration mid January, early January. Um, but I was kind of really waiting uh, to see if I could gain a little more insight or information about Kind of what the vaccine rollout was going to look like so i held off till february 1st this year um and it did allow us to really um i think set ourselves up for a great summer um doing that and so 
I started February 1st. Right now, we are almost 70% full at both of our locations. One of our locations is 90% full. Our other location um, is about 50% full. So, I mean, we've got, and it depends on the weeks. Our weeks are registration week by week. So, I mean, I can't speak on the whole of the summer, um, but definitely check our website and you'll be able to see kind of which weeks have openings still. And then I always encourage people to also join the waiting list um, because we all know with kids and with life, things come up all the time. And I go through the waiting list as soon as the spot opens up. So um, I highly encourage you if you do visit the site and you see that a week's full, jump on the wait list. And I always pointed out to people, just as we've done talked with parents over camp, the wait list is not as bad as you might think it might be because it doesn't, it's not like you're going on a wait list, like with a school, for instance, the school people get on the wait list. Most people, you know, they decide they enroll in school, they're done, they've got a wait list. Maybe there's spots up here and there, you know, a few and far between. But sometimes with a, on the camp side of things, it's not that somebody's, oh, we're not going to go to camp. It's like, oh, the child's sick. You know, they just, it's not even COVID sick. It's the, we just got a stomach bug and they're not coming this week. And there's a spot that opens up. So well, there's so many reasons. I mean, I think one of the most common ones, which I think is going to happen a lot this summer, which is wonderful, um, is that I think a lot of grandparents are going to be coming in to visit. You know, they haven't seen them in a long time and maybe, you know, things change. They are able to come visit. And that's a common one. You know, they find out the week before that they have family coming in town or anything else. And they just would rather, you know, take advantage of that time. Um, and so they don't come or, you know, they're not able to attend that week. So there's a whole plethora of reasons. Um, so, yeah, that's why. I mean, I say fully take I think you'll get a lot of <laughs> I think you'll get a lot of people going to the beach. I think yeah. I've always yeah. said, you know, Baton Rouge is a town when we start getting, you know, from June till August, 30% of the towns at the beach or going to the beach next week is, yeah. you know, it's always talking to someone can't get anything done. Well, I'm going to the beach. We'll deal with it when we get back. So yep. you got, you do something a little bit, I want to say, you know, not or different than most, you know, when it comes to staffing you take a different approach to staffing than maybe some of the other camps do. So what's, yeah. you know, kind of fill us in here. Absolutely. Um, I, I love to share about our staff because I really feel like our staff is what makes us different. Um, so our staff, every single member of our staff is over the age of 18 at a minimum. Um, they must be pursuing a degree in a childhood related field. Um, what that means is it could be a degree in elementary or secondary education, it could be a degree in social work with a fo focus on pediatrics, psychology with a focus on pediatrics, um, physical therapy. I mean, but all of these individuals are truly invested in the development of the kids. So, and that's what I like to share is, I think oftentimes when you hear a childhood related field, people assume it's educators. Um, and that's not the case. I mean, these individuals come together and they all love the kids for a plethora of reasons. I mean, and they're invested in their development for a plethora of reasons. I mean, so it's neat to be able to see a team come together. And if we're ever facing a challenge or how to address something, I've got people from so many different aspects of, you know, um, careers and experiences that when we come together, it really is 
powerhouse of people. <laughs> and the biggest piece of feedback I get from parents, this is pre-COVID. So let me preface it with that. <laughs> um, but when people used to be able to come in the facility on a normal basis, parents would always come in and say, oh my gosh, they're, they're actually like talking to the kids. And I would say, yes, <laughs> like our staff knows your children. Um, they know what they like. I get feedback all the time. If I schedule something, they'll say, I really don't think my group, you know, this, I know my kids, this doesn't really fit with their personalities. And so I tell them um, something that I've actually started recently, just from, again, trying something new is that the staff does know their kids so well that I have now implemented a period where they get to come up with at least one activity a week that they know would fit their kids that week. So it's not anything anyone else is going to be doing in the camp. It's something that fits those kids that piques their interest that they get to do as a group. Huh. So I'm really excited about that because I mean, it just speaks to how well we know them and it's a memory well, that's, that they're going to get. Well, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, it's not exactly a correlation, but uh, Google, not many people, many people may know, maybe not, but Google allows, I think the last I heard, it's about, it's either 10 or 20% of your work week to work on a project, all of your own, to build something, you know, that you believe in and, a lot of their products have come out of that. Like for Gmail was a product, you know, that someone had just worked on on their own. So they thought, you know, hey, we need a better, you know, email. We need something better. And it lets people take that ownership. You know, it's like, hey, these are my kids. I've been with them all week. I know what they're doing. You know, we talked about this and maybe they work it, you know, as a whole. And I think that's, you know, the fact that they're, you know, older. My wife and I, we had owned a swim club a couple of years back and we had, we had to deal with some of those younger, you know, lifeguards and concession stand workers. And we would get the calls, you know, 10 minutes or 10 minutes after a shift would start. It's like, Hey, I'm, we're going to the trampoline park. I'm not coming in today. It's like, no, no, you can't, you've got to come to work. <laughs> and so. Well, that's, that's it, exactly right. And I mean, I just like to say too, like, you know, they're there, they're not there to be friends with each other. And my goal is to create a cohesive team that enjoys working together. Um, but they also know that while they're at work, their focus is the kids. And I give them plenty of opportunity. I mean, I one of my things is I really try to get back to the staff as much as I can because that's what makes a difference for everyone involved. Um, and I do stuff with them on a very regular basis throughout the summer um, where it does allow them to socialize in an appropriate setting, <laughs> not while they're at work, <laughs> which is great. Um, but I just, I, yeah, I can't say enough positive things about the people that we have on our team. Well, I think that makes a difference when you've got good staff that's interested, you know, in the kids and not their phones or huddling over in a corner and just kind of keeping an eye, you know, and there, you know, it sounds like they're really hands-on and, come up with things to do you know with them so that makes a night and day difference and that I think that's going to make the kids feel like they want to go because they you know I know my kids you know they've got you know they look up to or they like some of these you know teachers and counselors that they work with and they get excited because they're actually having a conversation with a grown-up in their mind you know all day Certainly. so 
So Derek, what ages are you taking, you know? Yeah. So our age range is five to 12. Um, so as long as you're, and I know some children turn five, obviously turn five throughout the summer. And so what I always just tell parents is you don't have to be five by our first day of camp. You just have to be five by the time that they attend. So per se, they turn five July 1st, they would be eligible to attend all of the July sessions. Does it make sense? Like, so um, that's a common question. Our, uh, our upper age range is 12. So we do five to 12. Okay. And what is it? Does it look like this year is going to be more activity based locally there? Or, you know, do we do field trips exist? Do people come in? You know, yeah. Are you there yet? Or is it still we're figuring that one out? (laughs) So I I feel good about this. And this is one of the things I was really waiting on for that February 1st. I wanted to feel, you know, some confidence in it. I do. so throughout the week, we have uh, a theme for each week. We have art and science activities that are focused on the theme. We have a chess master that comes in and teaches them to play chess. Uh, we have a soccer instructor who comes in and teaches them soccer once a week. We have um, on-site field trips. So what we did this year is um, half of our field trips are on-site and half of our field trips are off-site. So on the weeks that we're on-site, we have some great partners who came on last year too. And I mean, we just can't say enough good things about them, but like the Knock Knock Museum, um, you know, Barnhill Preserve. I mean, just really good groups um, that are super engaging and yeah, um, that the kids love. And then uh, we also have culinary kids from Mandeville coming in and doing a cooking class with them on site. So I mean, just a lot of very neat things happening while we're on site. And then our offsite field trips, we're going to go back to what we were doing before, which is um, charter buses. So we have charter buses um, with seatbelts, air conditioning, restroom on board. The kids will still be in their um, small groups. So we're going to do shifts kind of where the bus will come up or come on site, pick up um, three groups of kids who will be in their uh, small groups wearing masks on the bus with a couple of rows between each group. They will take them to the location that we're going to that week. They will get their activity started. Um, and we have extra staff that will be there during those days to make sure that there's plenty of staff on site with them as well. And then the bus will go back and pick up the rest of you know the second group of kids. They will eat lunch. They'll do everything else. And then we'll switch basically um, while cleaning the bus in between. So we're excited about it. I mean, it's going to be great to be able to get kind of back into those field trips that all the kids love and the staff loves. Um, and it really just exposes the kids to so many new different things. Um, it, yeah, it's going to be great. So we're excited to get back to some offsite field trips. And then we also have uh, on Fridays, we have a talent show. And the weeks that we have on-site field trips, we also have a water slide inflatable. Um, so our field, our talent show on Fridays, again, that's a huge thing that I get tons of feedback on. I can't tell you how many parents say, you know, um, I just don't see, you know, Brandon really getting into the talent show. I'm like, okay, well, you know, we'll see. We'll see what Brandon, you know. So maybe week one, Brandon is a little, you know, apprehensive about his stardom on the stage. By week 10, I can guarantee you every year I get tons of feedback on the fact that they're like, Brandon has so much, you know, he's so outgoing now and he has so much passion about like speaking in front of people and performing and um they just come out of their shells and so anyway so the end of the week really ends on a high note with the talent show and then we have ice cream right after that that's awesome 
you'd mentioned and I went back my mind went back to last year when we were talking I think you were I want to say I think you were the first person you had tracked down located the fogging machine yes I think last year you were the first person I think <laughs> in town who had pulled that together and we're talking about you know 55 gallon drums of, oh, yeah. you know disinfectant and so, you know, is that where we're going to clean the buses with? We still have the fogging machine or? No, I mean, we're still going to be, yeah. So we're still going to fog. And like I said, I mean, it's interesting. We started so many new things last year. And I mean, I'm keeping the majority of them just because there's no, it's, it can only be positive effects. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so we are going to continue fogging. Um, and like I said, cleaning the buses, cleaning the surfaces, um, hand washing, frequent hand washing, um, all of those things that having individual art supplies for each group um, that are disinfected, all of those things. Um, what I love about it is COVID or no COVID, it keeps kids healthy and coming to camp. And that's what we yeah. want. We want everyone there. So no matter what, for years to come, I think we will continue on the same cleaning procedures. Yeah, I don't think anyone goes back at this point. You know, no. it's it's uh it's kind of the world we're in now at this point. Yeah. So yeah, which is well, no, I think it sounds uh, you got a lot of things going on. You got <laughs> limited spots, so people need to get in there and grab a spot. You know, as soon as they can. Yeah. Um, it's uh, I'd say we've worked with worked with each other for years. It's well worth it. Uh, one of the things I think that I uh, wanted to bring up, you made a point last year. You know, in I know you probably it's hard to talk about yourself, but you've been very actively involved and directly involved, not just the I started and own the camps in there, but you are back and forth taking oh, yeah. call, like talking to parents on a regular basis, taking the it's you're not you don't have somebody else that's you know doing yeah. the admin, you know, side it of is, things. It's just me. Um so I really like to say, I mean, I know everyone. I am bringing in someone this year just to help me with some of the um, billing aspect of it. But like, you'll still be talking to me all the time if you call. <laughs> um, they're just helping me on the back end. So <laughs> you won't ever really interact with them. But um, I am, I arrive at one of the locations at 7 a.m. and I close the other location at 6 p.m. <laughs> so I'm there all day long between the two locations um, because my passion is the camp and the kids and that's what gives me energy happiness um, everything throughout the year so i spend all of my time without with the exception of purchasing supplies <laughs> I also yeah. do that. so if you ever see me around town you will see me running around uh buying in bulk buying right? lots of things in bulk lots of things in bulk <laughs> but oh. uh, but yes i am on site all the time um and if you ever call the our phone number which i'll just share it with you it is 225-442-3143 and you can call anytime and i will always answer i always like to say this is what i love to do and you can call at night you can call on the weekends because i also understand that these things when you're thinking about them don't happen eight to five they happen right. right before you go to bed at night or when you wake up in the morning or on the weekends and so That's... you can call me anytime you want and i will be happy to talk to you and walk you through the registration process the nice part is it's all done through our website so you never have to come on site you don't have to interact unless 
you know, you want to, and I'm happy to do that with you too, but it's all done through our website, which is just kid-possible.com. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking some time, you know, today to kind of fill us in and get everybody up to speed. I know you got yeah. a million things to do to get ready, you know, for all of this. It's uh, yeah. more We're bulk excited. to buy, store, package, answer phone calls, that kind of thing. So, well, and, and I'm looking forward to being in the camp for next week. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing all everyone there too. Um, it'll be a good time. Absolutely. So yeah, everybody doesn't know uh, it's 19th through the 21st and uh, we've got live components with it. We've also got, you know, some virtual stuff. So if it's 2 AM, you're still able to get the information you need. And we're getting, we're getting a lot of positive feedback about it that we, you know, people have, you know, social media have talked about how, you know, Hey, I've always wanted to go, but I couldn't get off work or, you know, when I could, I wanted me you on know, my Saturdays, I wanted to just relax and it was hard to get out there, but now I can do it from the couch. So we're, uh, we're excited to see how it goes. So I'm looking forward to it too. Well, thank you, Brandon. I really appreciate it. And absolutely like, good time. <laughs> well, thanks for swinging in and, uh, we'll have to talk to you again soon. All right. Sounds thank good. You. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.